You are listening to Fantasy Movie League's Pause and Play Podcast. We are entering week two of Fantasy Movie League, and Pause and Play is here just for you. My name is Alec Bloom, and I am the host of this FML podcast. With me, as always, are three prolific Fantasy Movie League players waiting to drop some serious knowledge on you. First up is the writer, producer, director, and star, of course, of Canine Catastrophe and Canine Catastrophe 2. Who didn't see that coming? <laughs> Steve, welcome back to the show, man. Hey, uh, yeah, it's actually getting better reception than I expected. I'm treating this like it's a real movie. Uh, <laughs> As you should. Yeah, it's doing better than I thought it would. Like, it's not going to reach the height of the first one, but it's a it's a good follow-up. Good follow-up. Have you seen your life change um, after these movies have come out? As, uh, yeah, I can't even step change? outside. My, I can't even step outside my house. It's just... Uh, too many people asking me too much questions. <laughs> Are you going to get enough clicks to make a dollar from YouTube? No, it's so... Uh, I think I have too many copyright strikes, so I don't think I'm going to... Uh. <laughs> you think you do? No, you definitely don't. <laughs> I think within the first 30 seconds. Yeah. You broke that. She promised to be less negative and did not talk about The Bachelor, so we invited her back. Although I don't, I don't believe her, but here we are. Becky, how are you? I'm good. I also promised to do an annoying catchphrase like Angry Geek, but I'm not going to do that either. <laughs> wait, wait, which Angry Geek catchphrase? He's got a few. I, I think it was the, uh, the, uh, in the future one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I thought it was Superman isn't boring. <laughs> well, no, that's my also, catchphrase for him. I also can't talk about The Bachelor because it's Bachelorette season. Completely different show. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sh I'm sure it is. <laughs> yes. And I don't want to move any any farther into that topic because I don't want you to break down the actual differences between the two because I don't want to know. I really don't. All right, finally, it wouldn't be a pause and play without a Dave, though he does hide his true Dave identity behind the Simpsons-inspired cinema name Millhouse. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, not much, man. How you doing? Doing pretty well. Not too shabby. Mm. <laughs> yeah, thank you for asking. <laughs> I didn't really so care curious, that much. Any of you guys, <laughs> I'm curious, uh, and I probably know the answer uh, from Millhouse, but any of you check out uh, the mega hit Wonder Woman this weekend? I did. Millhouse, nope. I'm sure you did. <laughs> no. you, Millhouse first. It was correct to assume that I saw it, and I saw it on Thursday night at the first screening that I could. <laughs> Becky, you said uh, you, you caught it as well? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I actually, once the good reviews came in, I was I was on board. Um, the, the husband actually got kind of mad because by the time we saw the reviews he couldn't go to thursday preview so we had to wait till saturday but i thought mm. it was really good i mean you know it's it's a superhero movie so you can start kind of picking it apart after the fact that i liked it good to hear steve you didn't make it up i saw captain underpants instead oh. <laughs> <laughs> i i love the books and i i normally wait for the dceu movies to come to digital even though i'm not mm. as critical right on. suicide squad is still not a good movie though i don't care what people say Steve, I do need to ask. BBS should have won something. Did you see Captain Underpants because you played it in your? Cinema? I didn't play it. I didn't play oh, you it. Didn't? I warned everyone off that it was going to turn out like Storks, and I called that that did you it would. PC this week. Yes, 
Yep. Who, who set your lineup for you? What? Myself. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. I think how'd Steve, everyone else fare this? How'd everyone else fare this weekend? I think Steve did what we call farving a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been doing that for a season now. Well, I didn't get back. I had a holiday, so I didn't get. I wasn't able to set my lineup till Thursday night. So yeah. So someone else said it for you. That's fine. I understand. No, I said. <laughs> <laughs> did everyone score a PC this weekend, or uh, did anyone uh, miss the boat? Uh, I missed the boat. I forgot to uh, change my coma lineup from uh, Monday night. Oh, I still have Wonder Woman anchoring it, so I not too far back. Yeah, as long as you had that anchoring, you at least get a, a big chunk of moolah there, so you shouldn't be too bad to start off the season. So mm-hmm. I did, and I'm kind of proud because I locked first in the Hunger Games Villains League, so for at least one week, <laughs> I am your top villain of FML, Fantasy Movie <laughs> League. Pay attention. In a side game. In a side game, still counts. <laughs> but I'm yes, not- it does. <laughs> I'm not counting anyone that uh, locked in their lineup after the lock time because of that FML error. That your lineups don't count. There was an error in which lock you heard time it here from Steve. Late. From Steve, you don't count. Okay, he's he's apparently the ruler of uh, the points and standings on pause and play, and apparently he's also the ruler of lock time in fantasy movie league. All right, well let's move this along. Uh, as a reminder, we will have two rounds of questions and topics where points will sometimes be awarded. Maybe, but I remember, I usually don't. And they don't necessarily mean anything if I do award you points, so take that as you want. Well, guys, the best of the rest option appears to have been a non-factor this past weekend, as uh, many, myself included, uh, ruled it out rather early on. Uh, I am curious, though, do you think the best of the rest will ever be a factor in Fantasy Movie League, Steve? I wouldn't say it so much was a non-factor. It finished about middle in value, like 7th or 8th. Um, I think eventually it will be a factor. It adds more excitement to the game. As long as they don't price it higher than 10 FML bucks, I think it should. It could become a factor. There's always those stuff in like the top 15. There's always uh, movies that you don't expect to make the top 15 and then they do it. So it adds uh, unpredictability That's not a word. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah. the way you said it was perfect. I shouldn't have ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it adds excitement, I guess. Yeah. Well, sure. Becky. Um, I think it's going to be hard for it to actually be a factor in the game in summer season, because there's, there's just so many movies coming out in summer season that having an actual, like, out-of-the-box small movie be a factor is difficult. Uh, Mm -hmm. The other thing is that I think Fantasy Movie League, um, as we've gotten on in the game, is uh, they've caught on on to kind of what are popular smaller movies like the Bollywoods and the Pantaleones and things Mm -hmm. like that. So Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think think it's going to be a big factor this season, and if it doesn't catch on, I can't see it staying. that's it. I don't like it because I don't want to research more than 15 movies. 15 is my max. Because so. you're lazy and you'd rather watch The Bachelor spend time I, breaking down the contestants on The Bachelor than actually I spending do, time researching movies or I do other See, things. I work. I read about weird Korean beauty products on the internet. I take my dog <laughs> for walks. I What an oddly specific thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you... Uh, why don't you post uh, as your insider article about The Bachelor 
on coming soon. Because Steve, you're losing you're losing so many points. I know I haven't announced them, <laughs> but you are losing so many because points. I can't lose points. I produced the show, I thought. Um, because so far, I've found zero other people on FML other than my husband, who has to watch with me, who actually watched The Bachelor. Um, and this includes a recent TV thread on the FML Ladies League, so it's not just, like, a man thing. It is... It's a me thing. So, once I find I, one I, person I, I who cares, they'll get an article. It, it is, to me, it is oddly popular. I mean, every time, if I go, I don't, whatever night it comes on... I know it because it's all in my Twitter feed. Like, everyone posts about it, and I don't understand it. And I am going to deduct points for myself because I'm the one who introduced this topic. And I hate myself for it. And it's The Bachelorette right now. Oh, my God. You just lost points again, too. Millhouse, please change the subject. All right. Well, back to the best of the rest argument. I, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's ever going to be anything that we really have to worry about week to week. The only reason I could think that it would be is that there's like maybe like Transformers Week where like if they don't price it the three days and they do it for one like just the 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 one movie option and best of the rest is like two bucks because it's gonna be super price like a uh, super box office movie's gonna be priced so high that that's the only thing that you can add to it that's the only time I get to see best of the rest being and anybody's radar for something like that. Yeah, one of those dare you to play prices, I think, is what uh, maybe the only time it's going to factor into this game. I think. I mean, it could be wrong, but yeah, I think you're right. Look, G. Milhouse, you scored some points. Good job. Yay! Not telling you how many. <laughs> Not telling you how many. You just did. Good job. Because he didn't mention The Bachelor. That's why. Oh, sorry, The Bachelorette. Sorry. <laughs> negative five and negative five. Let's take a look at week two coming up here. The Mummy, It Comes at Night, and Megan Levy headline this week's new releases. How do you guys see them holding up uh, to their long-range forecasts? Also, how well or poorly do you see Wonder Woman holding this weekend? Becky, let's start with you. Um, so I think Wonder Woman's going to keep the number one spot this weekend. Uh, mm -hmm. It seems like it's been a lot less front-loaded than other superhero movies, I think, with the past DCEU. Sorry, Steve, Batman versus Superman wasn't that good. Why are you apologizing I to Steve when I'm here? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Becky, you, ju you just don't get it. Because I throw so much shade at Angry Geek about that, that I feel like you're Angry Geek by proxy in this. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's, I think, I know a lot of people who go see superhero movies who didn't go week one for this, who I think will now go week two, that it has good word of mouth, so I see it having, I think it'll have a better hold than people expect. Um, as far as new releases, so, I'm gonna confess, I kinda wanna see The Mummy, it looks really stupid, <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote in my insider about my epic experience trying to see The Scorpion King when mm. Cole's upstairs caught on fire and everything had to be evacuated, so... Oh, it, yeah. it was a, it, it's a weird oh, amusing soft spot for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, as far as new releases, I think that the only one that's really an interesting play, though, is Ed Comes at Night. We haven't had a good horror movie for a while. Mm -hmm. um, it has good reviews, so I think... Just by default, if it ends up with a pretty good theater count, I think it's got a decent floor. And uh, I've got a right, nice I, I, lineup. 
Right. I, yeah. So do I yeah. actually. And I, I think as of right now, we don't know the theater count yet. There isn't a, an early. Yeah. I think last I said, mm-hmm. last I saw, just a nationwide. Yeah. Um, but this is another A twenty four, if I remember correctly. Yes, it is. And they did go. They did go wide with the witch, right? Mm-hmm. 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 That's their highest grossing uh, Y opening weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see if this one uh, can eclipse that one, but. Millhouse, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, gu- I guarantee Wonder Woman is going to hold the top spot as far as box office this weekend. And I don't think it's going to lose as much as people would expect it to, mainly because of how well it's been reviewed both uh, fan-wise as as far as critics, too, uh, being the highest mm-hmm. rated Rotten Tomato score of any superhero movie uh, that's out there. Yeah, and The Mummy, I just don't think it's going to get anywhere close to its long range forecast. I I'm not a lot of people are too excited about Tom Cruise <laughs> in general and poor and like classic horror movie monsters aren't as big a draw as it used to be. Uh, I really uh, I'm curious about it comes at night because I do like a 24 they've that's that uh, studio puts out tons of great movies I just don't know if it's going to get lost in the shuffle between everything else that's going to be out there um, as far as people going for the Wonder Woman for the first time or some people just saying, hey, let's I know the mummy. Let's go see the mummy. Uh, Megan Levy, I I don't think it's going to be a factor at all, really, to tell you the truth. Right. And uh, the mummy, let's say the LRF is like around 40, like 39 or so. It's just kind of around that 40 mm-hmm. million dollar range. I kind of wonder, too, like you were saying, Milhouse, if, you know, some people, they may actually see that instead of the actual horror movie that's out, and they'll go for, I don't know, soft horror in The Mummy, which mm. it doesn't look like a horror movie, but mm-hmm. I don't know if soft horror is an actual, it, that should be something. I don't know if that's an actual genre or not, but it is now. Yeah, so I'd be curious to see how the how that does, but you're not really thinking it hits its uh, LRF of around 40? No, I, I think, of, like, mid-30s is the ceiling for that, probably... 30 as what I got it at right now. Steve, what do you think? Well, first of all, uh, looking at boxoffice.com, the uh, lo- the theater count is approximately 2,500 for It Comes at Night. <laughs> okay. uh, so that would be the widest uh, A24 movie. Uh, so starting with The Mummy, Tom Cruise, besides for Jack Reacher 2, is one of the actual few box office stars I feel we have. I don't know, like... Maybe like DiCaprio, him, I don't know, and Dwayne Johnson, but Baywatch didn't do well. Uh, so he, the Mummy is a existing franchise that does pretty well. If you add Tom Cruise onto that, even if his star quality might be a little bit fading, other than stuff like Mission Impossible, maybe it comes in a little lower than thirty-nine million. All three new movies have been trending down from last weekend, so it might maybe like mid thirties. But I don't think it like bombs. Uh, it might it might even be the best play out of the new releases. I just don't think any new releases are going to be a good plays this week. Uh, as for it comes at night, A twenty four makes great movies. They don't market them well though, and they don't make more than fifteen million like domestic run. So yeah, that's a problem. It is. We haven't had horror movies in a while. I can't even speak. Uh, so yeah, it should be. Uh, it should probably also be a little bit under its theater count, unless it's the highest grossing A twenty four movie. Megan Levy. It showed up on movie tickets uh, like a week back, which movie tickets means nothing unless you're BS White. Um, 
And shade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I throw shade a second time later in this episode. Uh so yeah, it showed up it showed up on a move, movie because who was it that didn't throw shade that didn't name his name a few weeks ago? <laughs> Steve, get back on topic. Back on topic. Okay, buddy. fine. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> uh and uh yeah, so it did show up on movie tickets, which is odd, but and it was like first there, so I don't know what to expect of this. It might actually do better than four million. If it wasn't for that, that meaningless uh, fact. So, that I- so the movie tickets that come, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything unless it does. Is what you're <laughs> yes. telling me right now? Okay. Yep. Hard hitting, hard hitting uh, stuff right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think you nailed it. You nailed it. This round, Steve. There's also uh, there's a new movie. There's also my cousin Rachel coming out, which I didn't have time to research that, but it can't. My thoughts on that can't be any worse than what I've said about the other three movies. <laughs> Probably will make a couple million. That's probably the best point that you've made today. Uh, ten points to you, Steve. Do you have a cousin <laughs> named Rachel, and what are your thoughts about her? <laughs> yeah. Uh, n- no, I have an aunt, though, named Rachel. Okay. I might have a cousin. I don't and know. You, and you just lost those ten points. So, guys, so basically we're getting at Maybe. Mummy, eh, not looking too good <laughs> to uh, head over. It's a long-range forecast of about $40 million. Tom Cruise outside of Mission Impossible. It's, uh-huh. it's a bit risky. And really, anymore, I... I don't even know if having a big name attached to a movie means that much mm-hmm. anymore. I think we've kind of got, as a whole, um, as a movie-going audience, I think we've kind of gone away from that. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but also, oh, like, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Some people are thinking $50 million is what what it's going to hit this weekend, and they think that's a pretty good bet. Do you think 50 is is it going to hold that well, Becky? I actually do. I think, um, like I said, I think it's... And this is totally anecdotal, so people of FML, I don't have stats to back it up. But I know a lot of people who haven't seen it yet, who do like superhero movies, so I feel like uh, a 50% drop is, it's decent. I could have it. Milhouse? Yeah, I think 50. Yeah, I think 50 is probably right around where it's going to come into. Uh, like I said, it's critically and fan both love it. So outside of like... There's not really too much that's going to com- uh, compete with it this week. Uh, it's probably got a couple more weeks where it's going to be the top movie, probably. There's nothing really too much next week that's coming out. So, 50 is right. probably about right. Steve, do you think 50 mil? Or, yeah, or you, we need to... that's a bit aggressive? No, 50 mil, is around, 50 mil is around where I have it. We need to stop comparing this to like a DCEU movie. Like, oh, it's going to drop 65% because its multiplier was... The second best behind uh, Man of Steel. Um, probably comp it more to like a DC movie. It will probably drop around 50 or just any superhero movie. So yeah, 50 million is a good bar. I'd say I'd, I'd go over. But, yeah. Steve, you nailed it again. Good job. <laughs> the question is, Steve, are you going to see it or are you going to watch Captain Underpants again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> As previously mentioned, this weekend, Tom Cruise's The Mummy, not Brendan Fraser's, but Tom Cruise's, The Mummy kicks off the Monster Extended Universe, which is not to be confused with Warner Brothers' King Kong Godzilla Monsterverse. Here are some things I want to know, guys. Do you have any interest in this extended monster universe at all? Are monsters cool? Will we get a new version of the 1962 smash hit Monster Mash as a result of these new films? And more important, who's going to perform that updated cover? Also, will Monster Mash be the title of the eventual Avengers-esque team-up? Or mashup flick, if you will? 
And will there be any of those pesky infinity stones that I care so little about in that movie? Millhouse, perfect. This question. I mean, you're asking the wrong person because I do think that the monster movies are cool and monsters in general, even like the old school stuff. But I love old school horror movies too. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, But, you know, I can see the argument for and against the shared universe because if, like with your for it, you want to see all these characters together just for the sake of seeing them all together. But if you don't like these two things, then you worry about them trying to shoehorn in different things to make them all fit together instead of just making a good story standalone. Uh, now, as far as what it would be called, it's not going to be Monster Mash. It's going to be the old school 1987 remake of the classic film Monster Squad that teamed up all of the universal horror uh, monsters together. And if you don't know, that movie is a fantastic movie. It's written by Shane Black. <laughs> so, uh, And I think the cover of whatever song is going to be is going to be written and sung by Justin Timberlake after he's cast as a creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> so you're telling me monsters aren't cool. That's basically what I got out of that. Yeah, because I like them. Monsters aren't cool. Because <laughs> nobody likes anything that I like. So, Fair enough. Steve? Um, I, um, I hate monsters. I guess the question I should have asked you was, are monsters scary? (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I was going to say they're too, they're too scary. Unless, of course, it's Cookie Monster. Because they live under your bed. (laughs) Because I'm a kid, so I only watch Sesame Street. Um, uh, so obviously Panic at the Disco will perform this cover of Monster Mash. And that will also be the title of the movie. Oh, come on. They do a great This is Halloween cover from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Right? That's where it's from. Right? Oh, whatever. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, that is true, actually. Why not? Okay. And um, as for these as for these Infinity Stones, I took the time to figure out, because there's that theory about, like, the people that hold the Infinity Stones spell out Thanos' name or whatever. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, so if the... If is the that a Sesame initial- Street fan theory? No, there's some 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 person I don't know. Is I it was Maybe <laughs> I read it online. Uh, if the word was monster, then the initials would be mummy. Okay, so that's a monster. Yeah. Uh, we for O we have ogre like Shrek. He's a monster. Yes. For N we have Nosferatu. Um, for S we have Sully from Monsters Inc. For T we have the movie Tremors. Tremors. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, for E we have. This was tougher. We have eight-legged freaks. That counts, sure. And uh, for R, R, we have Rodin, who is from a 1956 movie. I don't know. And he was a monster. Sure. Uh, and to clarify, that's uh, not... That's Sully from Monsters, Inc. and not Sully from the uh, the Hudson River, right? <laughs> no, from Monsters, Inc. Uh, whichever one you want, yeah. Becky? Tom, Tom Hanks isn't scary, so... Well, if we want to talk that about... Mustache, that mustache is. That was. Anyway, Becky. <laughs> monsters apparently for some reason my husband just walked in with Catino's party pizzas behind me <laughs> which i don't know he's supposed to make pizza for dinner and um he's only allowed to allowed to have Tatino's party pizza when i'm not home because it smells bad so <laughs> i don't know what he's doing down there um smell out the answer. house it sounds like <laughs> um so <laughs> i had to google infinity stones because when i saw that i was like Sounds like it's from, like, a YA novel, and why is Alec talking about YA novels? I would expect that from Steve, but not Alec. Um, so, 
because it's a Marvel thing. I don't pay attention to the after credits. Um, yeah, I have a hard time thinking that a like a monsters universe is gonna happen if the mummy doesn't do that well. Um, I think they're kind of maybe if they really want to do like a series of monster movies, they're going about it the wrong way. Um, so I was looking up the next one in queue is Bride of Frankenstein, mm-hmm. and. Which I think could have had a chance if they'd had someone like Guillermo del Toro make the movie and actually make it, like, creepy and cool. Um, but they didn't. They have the guy that directed the indie movie Gods and Monsters about the director of the original Bride of Frankenstein, which is... That's convoluted. Um, hmm. I just went to... I just went to a show of, like, an art show of Guillermo del Toro's stuff from his house. Which sounds boring, but he has things <laughs> like a enormous Frankenstein head that hangs above his entryway. Um, and the art show can only go to three cities because he misses his Frankenstein head. So I'm like, this guy is super talented and super into this stuff and could have made it good, but I don't think it'll be good. Yeah, but that, that's got Javier Bardem starring as Frankenstein's monster in it right now. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. as of right now, yeah. 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 <sighs> Yeah, I, I think I may have a bad taste in my mouth after seeing uh, late the other night. I watched the, oh, I don't remember the title of it, the, the the Frankenstein movie with James McAvoy and Daniel Radcliffe. I Frankenstein. I Frankenstein. That was garbage. Well, you know, wow. the the actual monster universe actually already started, and they're kind of trying to make people forget about it. That Dracula well, Untold. Dracula Untold. Yeah, with right? Luke Evans. That was supposed to be the start yeah. of it, but they're kind of trying to Green Lantern that and be like, that... That's not anything to do with this. <laughs> well, I don't blame them. No. Yeah, I, I would, and I would say these movies. You probably they probably shouldn't um, spend a whole lot of money on it. They shouldn't have huge budgets. And I don't know what the mummy's budget is. I saw a lot of special effects in the trailers I've seen. Uh, it's one hundred and twenty-five million, by the way. Is it really? It just that's just too much for these movies. They should be under a hundred. I'm telling you. Well, I think most movies should be under a hundred anyway, though. Uh, but that's just me. Yeah. So, uh, other than Millhouse, no one's really too terribly excited about the uh, the monster universe. I'm not even really that excited. It's because I don't really care for Tom Cruise. Begin with Outside of Mission Impossible, <laughs> so I'll probably I'm probably gonna see the movie, and it's probably gonna be like a matinee, so I don't have to pay as much money to see this movie. Mm-hmm. It just kind of looks run of the mill. I, I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't really do anything for me. No. Last week. The great and powerful FML Nerd published his three golden rules for playing Fantasy Movie League. Rule number one, play four or fewer movies in your eight screens. Rule number two, no blank screens. And rule number three, spend at least 950 FML bucks. Now, we must respond with PNP's bronze rules for playing FML, because there's no way that we would come up with anything golden or close to what the FML nerd came up with. So I need each of you, of course, to come up with one bronze rule. Steve, let's start with you. Uh, I didn't want to let my big ego get in the way of this, but uh, Uh listen to me for everything. I clearly know what I'm talking about. I'm the better version of V.S. White. I knew the trajectory of Captain Underpants, that it was going to turn out like storks. Uh, I know that I've known the tra- trajectory so far for Gardens of the Galaxy. So yeah, I'm the best. I'm first overall. So yeah, I'm clearly the best. I was also going to throw in that don't live in Vermont or Maryland because you'll be ineligible for prizes. FML just must hate those people. Well, only Earth. 
but yeah. <laughs> Throw on some shade. Um, hmm, is that bronze worthy, guys? I don't know. Um, that's runner up status. Uh, I don't think you that's quite make it to the podium. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 not podium Fourth worthy. Is what point. I'm saying. Like you're 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 staring at the three people standing on the podium. Participation uh-huh. ribbon. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Becky. Um, you know, I actually thought about throwing some shade at the BSA for my rule because if you need wow, to listen guys. to <laughs> if you need to listen to the BSA to know what not to play, you're uh you're doing it wrong and that's valuable time. You could be uh playing Candy Crush or watching cops. Or Bachelor. <laughs> um I was at a bar where they were playing naked cops when I got the pause and play questions yesterday. What, so. what rule? What rule is this? What, What's going? What on? bar are you going to? <laughs> what FML rule is this, Becky? <laughs> don't, don't watch cops. Um, so uh, my other thing is, um, don't count your chickens before they're hatched. So don't don't declare your week in the wind before the Monday actuals come in, and definitely don't do it. Before the uh, road so far, plain and simple, um, you just end up looking wrong, and you're probably jinxing yourself out of the PC. Um, bonus, don't talk about politics on the main chatter. It gets ugly. Nobody likes it. It ruins a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Or religion. Don't talk about religion. Citizen yeah. Bane. This is all Citizen Bane's fault, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <Millhouse>. name names. <laughs> Millhouse, your thoughts? Uh... My, not not on religion or politics. My, mine is plain and simple. Just hashtag always Friday. I think that's a fairly. Oh come on! Uh, this is no hustle. What FML sense are you living in, man? This is this is no hustle for me, man. Uh, <laughs> when when we get a three day thing, it is almost always Friday. I think Beauty and the Beast was the first time that it wasn't Friday thing. That, that's yeah. all I got. That's all I got. I don't agree. That's a horrible rule. Horrible rule. Because the pricing gods, they are going to, they can price it whatever they want, and they can make a Saturday or Sunday a much more better play than a Friday. Uh, well, guys, that was that was a train wreck, um, I must say. But thank you for the Incredibly so. Forth. It was epic effort. And speaking of epic, <gasps> I don't have no clicks on here to uh, help Aww. me segue. On a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles, Loot Crate has it. It's the best surprise you know is coming. Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. If you want to geek out your pet, Becky, try Loot Pets. I don't know if you knew that was a thing, but it is. So look into that. Be the envy of your friends and get your 100% exclusive crates at LootCrate.com slash FML and enter the code FML to save 10% off any new subscription. June's Loot Crate theme is Alter Ego. In this crate, you'll find items from Spider-Man, Transformers, the Hulk, and DC Comics. One lucky subscriber will also win a mega crate of seriously epic proportions. There it is again. You have until the 19th at 9pm Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to LootCrate.com slash FML and enter the code FML to save 10% off any new subscription today. Round two will act as a lightning round of sorts, and this week, it's all about monster flicks. Sort of. Yeah, well, not really. Question number one. Keanu Reeves once starred in a vampire movie. True or false? Millhouse. True. 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 This is boring. <laughs> what movie is it, Steve? Yeah, what oh, movie I don't is know. it, Steve? Oh, you don't <laughs> even know the movie? I don't know. 
Okay, so I'm taking that point away from you. Good job to Milhouse and Becky, even though I'm not asking you what the movie is. Uh, but it is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, yeah, I would have known that. Where Keanu Reeves uh, had a British accent for some reason. Really odd. So, good job to two of you. Yay. Question number two. The better British accent, Keanu Reeves or Tom Cruise? Milhouse? Uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise? Becky? Has Tom Cruise ever done a British accent? I know he's done an Irish mm. accent. Mm. So I'm going to have to go with Keanu, because I'm not sure if Tom Cruise has done a British accent. Steve? I'll go with Keanu. Oh, guys, it was a trick question. Neither of them has a very good British <laughs> accent. And yeah, I don't, uh, I'm assuming, is that far and away where he has yes. the Irish accent? Yes. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever done a British accent either, but I am assuming, um, because he hasn't, uh, or that I can't remember it, that, uh, no. I didn't know if you were going over, like, interview with, a vamp- interview with a vampire, because I can't remember if he did an uh, English accent with that one or I not. Don't, no, I don't think he did. No. Question number three. Mummies are overrated. True or false? Milhouse. False. Becky. False? They're creepy. True. <laughs> Uh, the answer is they're not real, so not applicable, guys. But they are they're real. not. They're not real. What? <laughs> I have and what's seen been the living under at my the bed? Museum. It is real. No, it's not real. <laughs> they lied to you. Question number four: Charlie Theron starred as a real life monster in this aptly titled film, Monster. Who directed that movie? Oh, Who else? Patty Jenkins. <laughs> Becky was. Um. What Millhouse said, the lady who directed Wonder Woman. I think it was Patty Jenkins. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't have started with uh, Millhouse. <laughs> That's correct, guys. Patty Jenkins. You got a real question. You're welcome. <laughs> question number five. Better athlete. Teen Wolf the basketball player or Teen Wolf the wrestler? Oh, Teen Wolf the basketball player. Did you see the hops that he had? He, even at, uh, the hell, what's his name? <laughs> who played him in the second movie. <laughs> Bateman. Bateman, there we go. <laughs> Becky. Um, do you know who's the basketball player? Because Michael J. Fox is a basketball player is pretty funny. Steve? Teen Wolf as the basketball player. Who's Teen Wolf the wrestler? Am I just... Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf 2! Teen Wolf 2! Oh. You seen, totally I've, forgot about I, Teen Wolf 2. Teen Wolf 2, T-O-O. I haven't totally seen either. You totally forgot about Teen Wolf you the know this. player from the I haven't TV seen TV either. <laughs> you should know this. I haven't seen either. Uh, guys, uh, the, uh, guy, the answer is Teen Wolf. Guys, the answer is Teen Wolf wrestler because Jason Bateman was also the starting running back for the Texas State Fighting Armadillos in Necessary Roughness. Two-sport athlete. He takes the cake. But did he so. surf on a van? He did not, but that's not a sport. Surfing is not a sport? <laughs> is acting a sport? Van Whatever. surfing is not a sport. <laughs> Not street legal. Last question, thankfully. Scott Bakula, just so happened to be the quarterback of those fighting armadillos, once starred in a failed, canceled, after one season, network drama based off of one of Brad Pitt's worst movies, in my opinion. Name that movie. But note, this is not a trick question, though it probably has nothing to do with monsters. Or does it? Milhouse. Uh, um... Curious case of Benjamin Button. I have no idea. <laughs> Becky, what Brad Pitt movie would Alec hate? Um, Thelma and Louise. 
Really I'm going to go. It's technically Louis. a Brad Pitt movie, but okay. He played Louise. <laughs> We're just going to go ahead and say that. No, you got that one wrong. Steve. I'm going to go with, even though it wouldn't be this because it came out like two weeks ago, he was in a Netflix movie called War Machine that's getting panned. <laughs> wow, that's a uh, more War great Machine? analysis. Um, good job, Steve. No, it was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh. Uh, well, 13 episodes. It was half a season. I don't even know what network it was on. I would assume ABC. Uh, Maria Bello played Angelina Jolie's character. Well, fantastic finish. Uh, Steve, you did horrible uh, in Yay. round two. Um, and just I'm, like this entire this entire podcast. I'm uh, so pretty, good. Pretty awful all around. So that means you, Steve, are eliminated while Becky and Millhouse move on. All right, you two. In this pause and sway challenge, topic here is love versus hate. Be honest. Is it easier to love a movie or hate it? Millhouse. Oh, by far, it is much easier to hate a movie. And just like some examples, like was the all-female Ghostbusters movie from last year worse than Ghostbusters 2? I mean, Mm -hmm. comparatively, Vigo the Carpathian, uh, A Dancing Toaster, Pink Slime, and the ability to make the Statue of Liberty move because of positive (laughs) thinking. (laughs) Yeah, but that soundtrack, man. But it was okay, and and for my own personal thing, was Batman versus Superman worse than the Halle Berry Catwoman movie? Was it worse than Angley's The Hulk, uh, The Spirit, both Ghost Rider movies, or Green Lantern? No, it was not. Um, but you know, it's, both named Martha. And, and even like I'd even say like Batman and Robin gets crapped on a lot worse than it should be compared to some of those other movies that I just named. But it's it's cool to hate something because we live in like the hottest of hot take worlds now, and it, mm-hmm. ironically, like uh, you get more likes for hating something than for liking something. Uh, you can look in like even like in the sports world, uh, you got people that make careers off of hating something and hating it just because it's cool to hate it. So I think it's much easier to hate something than to love something. Interesting, Becky. Man, I was hoping Millhouse would take the love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I I gotta go with it's easier to hate a movie than to love it. Um, I mean, when you think about it, when you look at like Rotten Tomatoes, stati- like straight statistics, there are more mediocre or bad movies released than actually really good movies. Um, this is a weird take for me, because I've actually really liked the last two movies I've seen, which is Wonder Woman and Get Out. Both were awesome. Uh, but just flat, like, the amount of actually really good movies that come out, it's easier to hate them. Um, it's also, you know, I think, you know, Fantasy Movie League, we live in internet land. It's harder to be passionate enough to really defend a movie when you get into conversation than to just go with the, I don't care about it, or it was bad, or I don't like this one thing, and I'm going to say I don't like it. So, um, it's easier to hate it. Okay, well, you mentioned uh, conjuring up the passion Mm -hmm. to defend uh, a movie. But do you think it's just more uh, people are scared to defend a movie, and it's a lot safer just to bash on something? I I think people feel more comfortable bashing on something, because that way they can say, oh, well, you're stupid for thinking that, as opposed to going out of limb, like Milhouse does with Batman versus Superman, going out of limb and defending this movie that is everyone just wants to trash. I don't know, do do you think that's the case, or am I wrong? 
I think they go hand in hand because you really have to have a lot of energy to go out and defend the movie you love. It's um, especially, you know, I think about I'm getting deep here, but with the all female screenings of Wonder Woman, I just was kind of like, I don't have the energy to explain why I think this is okay on the main chatter. It's just not, I've got the time and the energy is, it's tough to come up with. So it's easier to just say, like, well, I don't like it, and you have to defend to me why it's good, so. Right, like I so, said, yeah, yeah, it's the safe mm-hmm. play, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, way to, uh, both take the same side, guys. You made this real easy. Steve um, probably, so Steve probably has love. <laughs> no, I had, I had, uh, I had a hate, but I had, uh, both, kind of. Of course you did. Yeah. Did you love Movies. Captain com. It means nothing, yeah, unless it, it does. it was such a good movie. Uh, well, as your punishment for you both uh, choosing the same side there, um, I'm going to make Steve choose the winner. Oh, I That's his I... punishment. I'm not going to let him win. Oh. Um, like, I, like, he just got mm. his hopes up there. Um, mm. I'm going to make him choose the winner. You tough. pick, Steve. This is tough. Quickly, though. Um, I I probably, I'll, I'll pick Becky. <laughs> it's my second win! Yeah. Yes! Yeah. It's my pity win! I um, would have said not Millhouse because he likes BVS, but I like BVS, so that wouldn't work. <laughs> Are you ex- expecting me to give you my uh, soapbox to do a Hamilton song? No, because it'd still be... <laughs> no, no one's expecting that. No, no one, uh, no one's expecting or wants that. I I think Steve told me he was going to challenge Alec to a rap battle if he ever got back on pause and play. Oh, God. No one, no one wants that either. I thought it was a Noplex. I don't know. Whatever. I think it was Noplex as well. Because he yeah. does the raps. Either one. So, yeah, no, neither. <laughs> so, Becky, do you have a soapbox for us? I guess I'm going to go with, um, it's not a hot take, but I really hate when movie theaters make you pump your own butter. It's gross. <laughs> it doesn't distribute the butter right. I always put on too much, and my husband always gets annoyed with me, which is why, like, the only movie theater I can go to now is the one where if you pay an extra dollar fifty, they will put real butter on it for you. If you don't pay the extra dollar fifty, you have to go be, like, one of the people and wait in the butter line. Get the sad self-distributed butter. The butter line. <laughs> so, so that's that's my. I, I hate that this self-pumping thing has made me resort to having to go to the theater with the bougie butter that you uh, pay an extra dollar fifty for, even though it tastes better. Um, and I don't know. Keep your phone off in the movie. Good point. And guys, who saw for Becky's soapbox her hating on something? Who saw that coming? Anybody? Uh... I don't know, what can I soapbox about liking about? Um, actually, Wonder like, Woman? Wonder Woman you, you, was good? You, you missed your opportunity. You missed the boat there. <laughs> this podcast is now over, guys. Aww. So, Becky, congratulations on the win. The three of you guys, thank you for being on again. I appreciate it. I don't know if you heard last uh, podcast, um, this will be one of the last pause and play episodes. I don't know how many more um, I have left for this summer. Because either Pause and Play will be rebranding and doing something else, or Pause and Play is just going to completely end, and that'll be it. We shall see. So thank you again for being on. Uh, does anybody have any shout-outs quickly? Anybody? Steve? Uh, shout-out. Uh, yeah, shout-out to myself. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say uh, say thank you to everyone who showed support over the past uh, two and a half months. Um, I don't really have anything else to say other than thank you. Um, yeah, I was also going to shout out the person who edited my movie, uh, but I doubt he watches this. So yeah, thank you. 
I don't know anybody that watches this, but maybe he listens. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I, I watch it. <laughs> Becky, any shout-outs? Um, well, that was sweet, so now I have to start, shout out to Steve for being a, a good little buddy <laughs> and uh, you know, keeping on, keeping on during a tough time. So Yeah. Milhouse? Well, now I kind of feel like a jerk because I wanted to shout out my own podcast, but Shout out to Steve. That's how I planned it. I, know, I planned this entire thing like this. Steve and I were talking oh, about it. Oh, man. He's like, hey, I want to do this. I want to make Millhouse feel awful. Uh, I mean, go listen to Angry Geek Versus and then, <laughs> and then hang out with Steve. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no I can. Near me. <laughs> um, I mean, since the last time I was on Pause and Play, my column coming soon has been called the worst thing someone has ever read on Fantasy Movie League. So, <laughs> I, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> wow. So I, I, I was like, I was sitting there reading, I'm like, I finally arrived on the internet. <laughs> was that the Four Chris's one? Was that the Four Chris's? That was the Chris's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, congratulations and welcome to the internet. It's always great to be called uh, or have your piece of work. It's one of the worst things that they've ever seen. I mean, it's not hyperbolic is the all. best, but yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well... Thank you, everyone, again uh, for being on. Thank you, listeners, tuning in. Hopefully, uh, you everyone takes uh, Steve's sage advice uh, about movie uh, movietickets.com. Yeah. Um, <laughs> take it to heart. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thanks, so. Bye.